Thank you. Clinton Jaws. Happy Thursday morning. <sighs> I uh, I went to uh, Max gas station today, and I, I was just thinking about this when I was listening to Miley. And I'm standing in the lineup. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm in the lineup, and I hate people who buy their lottery tickets. But I'm thinking about life, right? I'm thinking about it because that's all I do is think about life. I think about my mistakes. And I'm standing there, and I do one of these. Like, why, Clint? I do that a lot. Why, Clint? And I remember when I was a police officer, it was my final year, and I'm in the same gas station. And I, everybody's looking at you guys. Everybody looks at a cop. And I didn't know this lady was staring at me. And I do one of these. I'm thinking, and I go... She turns to me. She goes, oh, wow. You got a lot going on in your mind, don't you? And I'm like, whoa, that's spooky. That you've seen that. That I'm displaying that. Don't know why I shared that with you. I'm going to tell you guys something, okay? I love my wife, okay? I love her. And... There's a reason why I'm telling you this. You know what? I can't believe she hasn't left my sorry ass years ago. I would have left me. Um, but she puts up with my flaws. If you find somebody that can put up with your flaws, uh, that's who you trap. Okay? And how do you trap a girl? Well, you have a baby with them. She can't leave. She's screwed. But I'm saying this because I come on here and I bust, her, I bust her balls all the time. Because it's part of the podcast. It's part of me. I like busting her balls. It's all in fun, guys. Okay? I got a comment that uh, from one of my subscribers. And he's like, dude, man. Life is better than that. You need to get out. and The way you talk about your woman. And I'm like, dude, do you not get it? Do you not get it? Okay, I'm kidding around. Mostly. <laughs> In the comments, guys, I can't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. I can't stand reading the comments. I read every single comment. And I can't stand reading them. Because I dwell on it. I get a bad comment and I dwell on it. I wish I had a manager of this podcast that would read them for me. But I don't. And, okay, Clint, why do you read them then? Just ignore them. I can't. I can't ignore them. I got weird supervisors out there that are putting truth into my comments. Supervisors that are hiding behind fake names. I did a video not long ago. Well, no, it was a long time ago. I told you guys that I was sitting in uh, Moxie's. Anyways. We're a bunch of hot waitresses work in Langley. We'd always go there for dinner. And I told you guys a story. I don't know why I'm getting into this, but I told you guys a story about a moment in time where I told you that you eat, okay? You eat when you want to eat as a cop. 
You don't have a dispatcher tell you when to eat. You tell them when you're going to eat. And an old supervisor of mine said, oh, yeah, isn't it great that Alpha 51 or Alpha 1 is sitting at Moxie's while everybody else is taking files? And I knew right away who it was. So that's why I read the comments. And it's okay. It was a comment the other day. Somebody called me a living, living legend. And I'm like, now you would think that I would be happy with that, right? No, I don't like hearing that because I'm not a living legend. I'm flawed. Like, sometimes I think I'm phony and fake when I hear that stuff. Like, I'm just like you. I'm probably more screwed up than you are. But when you call me a living legend, I feel like I'm on here being phony because I'm anything but a legend. But you think that. Like, there's people out there that actually think that. It's not true. And I don't, I want to come across as true. Uh, I don't want to be fake. You know, I, I slice and dice my supervisors, but who am I to do that, right? Maybe I'm not any better. And I don't want you guys thinking that. I don't want you thinking that uh, I'm something I'm not. And that's why, that's why you could never meet me because you would be disappointed. And I don't know why I'm being this open, but I'm just as screwed up as you are. And by the way, don't piss off. If you guys are a cop, don't piss off your your uh, dispatchers ever, okay? Because they will get you. They will get you bad. You're going to get every single sex assault in the queue. Do not. Do, even if your dispatcher is batshit crazy and she's a girl, do not piss them off. I remember, you know, I don't know why they give dispatchers so much power. When I was in Duncan... Courtney dispatchers were the best. Nanaimo dispatchers were the best. And I think it's partly because they didn't have any power over us. Well, what do you mean by that, Clint? All I'm going to tell you. In Duncan, we would eat as a watch. Always eat as a watch, guys. We'd eat as a watch. It'd be like six of us, seven of us. And we'd go to Brava Papa. And we never, we were 10-8. We were 10-8. Our status was 10-8. We could take calls. Sometimes we'd leave the food on the table and go to the call. We never told dispatch that we were 6'2". We never told dispatch that we were eating because it's not important. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant that they... I, we want them to just know that we're always in service. We're always ready to go. So what happens then, right? You eat when you want to eat. You don't tell them. You don't have to tell them. They're not your boss. They would do, they they wouldn't do direct dispatching. They wouldn't go, Corporal Jaws, got a file for you. Can you go? Or Bell Hansra, got a file for you. Can you go? They would just broadcast it out. Duncan member for an assault in progress, and then somebody would jump on the on the radio, and go, I'll take it. They didn't have the power. They couldn't pick on us. And I didn't even realize that picking existed until I went to Langley. I go to Langley. And there's all these files backed up in the queue. Like there's like 10 files. 
And I say to the girl that I'm driving around with, another cop, I say, why aren't they dispatching them? And she goes, well, nobody's available. And I said, half the watch is available. But they put their status unavailable. And they leave it there because they're not updating their status. Police officers are terrible for updating their status. So all these files get, get, they're saved in a queue. Sometimes they're saved until the next watch comes on and works. They don't direct dispatch. When they see somebody go 10-8, when they see somebody in service, boom, they automatically get a file. And they shouldn't do it that way. They'll say to you, hey, John, John, um, got an assault in progress for you. 71, 10-4. Why am I telling you all this? I remember my second block in Langley. I pissed off the dispatchers immediately. <laughs> because I because I had to, I guess. I don't know. It's dumb. Don't do it. And I don't even know why this would make them angry. But uh I'm going I'm going to a call. I'm going to an erratic driver. And then a an alarm um an alarm comes over the uh, radio and she's giving the dispatcher's giving the alarm to somebody else that's in the detachment and I say dispatch I'll take that too and she's like uh you're going to an erratic driver and I said yeah I, I can take two files at once like clear the queue I don't know what my point is my point is it made her angry it made her angry that she now had to give me two files at the same time which is really strange. I'm going to tell you guys a story and you're not going to believe me. That's how insane it is. I meet this dispatcher. The dispatchers used to be, I think they might still be, I don't know, but they used to be at the police station. They used to sit right by the sergeants and staff sergeants in the office. And I walk up there and this one dispatcher, she sees me because I'm new and she wants my body. Okay. I could tell. Yeah, I know. That's arrogant, isn't it? But she did. She really liked me. And she wouldn't stop messaging me. Dispatchers love cops, guys. <laughs> they just do. They also hate cops. Yeah, they hate your guts. But some but a lot of them are attracted to you. That didn't that didn't come out right. So I formed this good relationship with this dispatcher. And, I, and she's constantly messaging me in my car. And then she finds out I got a woman. She don't like me anymore. She hates my guts. Okay. I start getting all the shit calls from her. The moment I'm clear, she's saving them. This is what dispatchers will do to you. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to put that aside. And when Jaws comes 10-8, he's getting it. That's the power that they have. They turn into another boss. All my, When I started working there, I couldn't believe the members that would go, Dispatch, can I go eat now? And I'm like, I, 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 I gather the whole group together. 
because I was, I had the most service on the watch. And I said, what the hell are you guys doing? You're asking a dispatcher if you can go eat like they're your mummy? You tell them when you can eat. And they hated me for that. The dispatchers hated me for that. I'm taking, I'm taking, I took five calls in a row, okay? Because I'm the only one in my zone that's updating my status properly. I'm 10-8. Every time I go 10-8, uh, uh, Jaws, we got uh, 71 A's, a salt in progress, a B and E in progress, 10-4. I did that five times in a row. Mischief, Jaws, take a mischief, 10-4. Now, the sixth time in a row, it's now like it's close to 10 o'clock at night. And she goes, and I'll never forget the call. She goes, uh, Jaws 71, a uh, kid's throwing rocks. And I went 10-10, which means no, it's negative. Not doing it. And she goes, uh, okay. And don't do that. Don't do that to your dispatcher back. Don't make them look dumb. Don't go, uh, I see so many members go, uh, uh, okay, dispatch. Or, or, uh, did you not ask the complainant these details? Can you call them back, dispatch? Like, wow, dispatch. Don't make them look silly over the air. Even though they make you look stupid. So I say 1010 to this call. And I drive. I drive to the restaurant and I put my, <clears throat> I put my status. I'm six two. I'm eating right one because they watch you on the map. This girl would watch me on the map. She'd watch me driving. You can see my little car driving. She sees that I'm going to Moxie's. So and right when I put six two, she's watching. She goes, uh, Jaws, can you, can you call me right now, please? And yeah, 10-4. I, I know I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble from the dispatcher. And I'm on the horn with her. And she goes, did you decline that high priority file because you're going to eat? And I went, yuppers. And she goes, please hold for the sergeant. And I'm like, here we go. She's telling the sergeant. So the phone starts ringing. I could hear the ringing in the phone. And it's the sergeant. Oh, hey, Clint. Yeah, um, I guess you uh, declined a high-priority file, according to dispatch. And uh, I'm like, what the hell, man? What the hell is wrong with dispatchers in Langley? Not all of them. Of course, there's some great ones. But I'm like, what the hell? And he goes, oh, Clint, you don't know the half of it. Worst thing they did was put dispatchers in with police in Langley. And, and I said, I said to the sergeant, high priority, my ass kids throwing rocks. Come on guys. I said that to him and he goes, well, Clint, we've had a lot of problems over the overpasses, kids throwing rocks. I'm like, shut up. Kids throwing rocks is not a high priority file. I can't believe I'm telling you all this sitting in I'm sitting. So everybody knows my view on I'm changing things. Everybody knows my view on we eat together and we eat when we want to. Dispatchers want to get me for this. This particular dispatcher wanted to get me for this. 
So I'm sitting in Moxie's and I'm, I know she's trying to get me on it because she can't stand that she doesn't have the power. I didn't ask. And the rest of my teammates aren't asking anymore. So we're sitting in Moxie's and I forget the guy's name. Let's just call him Neil. Started with an N, I think. And we're, there's four of us and the, just the, uh, waitress comes over and I got a little thing in my ear, right? I turn it down. I turn it down a bit because I'm, I'm ordering my food. So I'm ordering my food, but a call is coming in at the same time as I'm talking to the waitress. Waitress leaves, and I say to Neil, what, what was that over the radio? Oh, they're looking for a member for a domestic in progress. I'm like, oh. He goes, it's okay, though. Somebody took it. I'm like, okay. Where? And it turned out, it was right behind us, the street over from Moxie's. It also turned out it was one of my neighbors from Port Alberni. Like, I'll never, I'll never forget this stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, but th- no, Clint, they already got somebody going. And I'm like, you don't understand. If I don't go to this, I'm going to get in big poo-poo. So I show up at the call, and then I go back to Moxie's. It's nothing. It's a nothing call. Dispatcher tells my boss, dipshit fucking corporal, cocksucker son of a bitch is what he was. And he calls me into the office, writes me up. It's not a negative 1004. It's just some kind of write-up. And I said, dude, do you not know what's going on here? Like she's out to get me. Like I sound like a nut. I said, I, what, you wrote, what you wrote here is dumb. And he goes, I like what I wrote. And it was him and another corporal. Corporal that ended up committing suicide, the other corporal. Because of the watch. Anyway, so things got worse. (laughs) All because I wouldn't do her. I know, it sounds stupid. I am traveling. And I don't know what street it is. It's It's by a mall. It's in, I'm going towards Surrey, okay? When, when you go up this road and there's a mall to your right, some kind of highway, it's hard to turn around once you go up this road. In fact, your next turnaround is the border of Langley and Surrey. I'm driving and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm about to enter Surrey. And I know this dispatcher hates it if you go out of bounds. It's not, you can go anywhere, okay? You can go anywhere. But this th- dispatcher didn't like it if I did. If, For example, if I wanted to go to uh, Surrey during day shift, she wanted me to uh, do a courtesy call to, to that uh, detachment to let them know I'm in, I'm in their area. I'm like, stupid, shut up. Shut up. So I'm going out of my bounds and I'm turning around and I know, I know what's about to happen. And I look at my computer and she messages me. She goes, you're out of bounds. Okay, you're in Surrey and you haven't told anybody. And I wrote back, I'm turning around. Like she's rattling me. I'm rattled. And she tells on me again. 
This is like, it's insane. It's absolutely bonkers. Another dispatcher that she works with, works with, uh, two, two other dispatchers, they liked me. Like we were, we were friends and she would tell me, these dispatchers would tell me, um, that she's reviewing all my messages from car to car. We can message every, all my workmates. I can message them. And she somehow figured out how to read them. So if I ever mentioned her, she would tell the other dispatchers. So I, the dispatchers were telling me this info. And they said, Clint, she's constantly watching you. She's constantly <laughs> watching what you do. Listen to this. I lived in Walnut Grove. I had a house. I worked in Walnut Grove. I had a dog named Toby. Doesn't matter what the reason is, but I would go there and I'd let the dog go outside and take a pee or a crap. Or sometimes I'd make a sandwich, okay? Or sometimes I would just take a massive shit because I didn't like shitting in the police station. I wanted to shit on my own toilet. And the great part of working in your zone and living in your zone, that's the great part. I could go home whenever I wanted to. I had, the, I had that freedom. I go home, I'm taking a shit. It's day shift. I'm taking a massive, massive shit. And on my phone, I'm getting a text message from a dispatcher that likes, that likes me. And she says, Clint, get out of your house now. I'm like, holy, what the? So I, I wipe my ass, pull up my pants. I go to my car. And I'm like, what's going on? She goes, the dispatcher seen you show up at the house. And now she's talking to your boss. And she's mad. And and I'm like, I don't give a rat's ass. It's all coming to me as I'm thinking about it. She told on me because I was at, at home. And this dispatcher that's friends with me overseeing a conversation between her and my one of my other bosses, Kavanaugh. And she goes, she points to the computer. She goes, see, Kavanaugh? He's at home. And he didn't even ask permission to go there. And then Kavanaugh says, you know, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you have a pretty big crush on this guy which is pretty funny. And she's like, oh, what? Oh, no. Insanity. Insanity when I think about it. It's <laughs> a <What's the> point. <laughs> I got so many dispatch stories. Just don't piss them off. Even the batshit crazy ones. I went to a call once, a domestic by myself. Don't You're not allowed to do that, but I did it anyways, okay? One of the dispatchers goes over the radio and goes, are you there alone? I went, yeah. And she called me a goof over the air. <laughs> goof? Made a note. Guys, I'm I'm on Snapchat, okay? I got a Snapchat account now. And I was thinking, I'm going to give you my Snapchat. I'm going to put it in the link. And I'm going give to you, give you my Snapchat name. And this is, uh, I thought about it. If you guys want to ask me a question and you want the question to disappear, this is a good way to do it, right? Some of you guys are hesitant to ask questions. But now you can. Oh, I don't even I don't even have the app. What the hell? 
What the hell is it? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's Clinton. Let me spell it. It's not Clinton. It's Clinton. C L I M, not N. M as in Mike. C L I M T O N, eleven one one. You know, I was thinking it's impo- I think it's important to be hard on yourself, because how else you got? How else are you gonna learn, right? I don't know why I just shared that with you. I think I'm pretty hard on myself. But if you're not hard on yourself, then you don't learn from yourself. Okay, I got it here. It is Clinton 11. C-L-I-M-T-O-N-1-1. Add me. You got my permission. freezing to death I uh, I get people that you know retired cops current cops that come to me with information and I'm like I can't even say it I can't even say what you're saying because I can't confirm it so what I'm about to say good chance it ain't true but I got information that Kinzella Halifax Regional Police Chief Kins just got 60 days can you believe he's still working can you believe he's still a chief in halifax the worst approval rating in police history nobody wants him there they don't like him as a leader they hate his guts and he's still your boss anyways this guy said he got information that he got his walking papers he's got 60 days and he's got to get out I find it hard to believe, but I'm just relaying that information. And I don't even know if I should be. Also, do you remember Angela Simmons? I'll put a picture of yeah. this lady. Okay. She has, she, she's a, she got voted in in North Preston. She's a big wig, MLA or something like that. She's got a big title. She got pulled over from Halifax RCMP and claimed, her and her husband, and claimed the reason why she got pulled over was because they were black. Driving while black. This is what she said. She lodged a complaint. Why haven't we heard any details from this complaint that she lodged? This bullshit complaint. Trying to ruin ruin the careers of good police officers. They had every right to pull them over that day. And yeah, you match the description, guys. Okay? I'm sorry, but you did. It wasn't racism. That's not why you got pulled over. It was a complete match. That's why you got pulled over. But she went to the media, claimed it was racism. And then like three days later, she won the title in North Preston. She won the election. Most likely because she complained into the media. Her husband works at Halifax Regional Police, Dean Simmons. You know that guy's whipped. Anyway, so I hear information. Tell me if this is true. Tell me this. She's resigning, okay? April 1st. She put her resignation in. Who does that? Why? Why haven't we heard the real reason why she's resigning? Because there's a reason, and I'm sure it's not a good one. You just don't leave. You don't just resign after trying to get that position 
And she gave no reason why she's resigning. Now I'm told that she was paid huge money, big money, to train the police officers in Halifax inclusion and diversity training. And they're like, isn't that a conflict of interest? HRP paid big money for diversity training to a group. And she was a paid speaker, apparently. They said, isn't this a conflict of interest? And then all of a sudden, she steps down. She resigns. Why am I telling you this? Why are we talking about these guys? It's just interesting. It's interesting how the world works. It's interesting how, how people think, how people are. And then, then there you go again, right? Well, who am I? I'm flawed as hell. You know what I mean? Everybody is, I guess. I just don't like, I don't like bullies. I don't like people pushing around the good guys. It's so easy to do. It's easy to go to the media, right? And say racism, claim racism. And the person that you're attacking can't talk, can't speak, can't say anything about it. And that's part of the reason why I got this podcast. That's part of the reason why I do the podcast. To talk about stuff like this. So again, I don't know if it's happening. I don't know if she got paid big money to do this training. To do the racist training. How to not be a racist. (laughs) Could you imagine if it's true? If she was actually teaching that. To the the same group that she's dislikes. To the same group that she thinks is racist. I was going to talk about a lot more, man. I just rambled, didn't I? I'm not myself, I don't think. Let's let's take a couple of calls. Oh my God, I was going to talk about Chamatois. Did you know they, they declared another state of emergency? Because fires and more suicides in recent weeks? Shut that shithole down. Completely down. Get the police out of there. Get everybody out of there. Save those kids. 300 of them out of a population of 1,000 are in foster care. Hey, Clint. D-Rock here. D-Rock. Just watching your last uh, vid with Fallon. Sorry about last night, episode three. Had a really good laugh when you took a call about uh, the guy asking about the reservist program, if you were aware of it. And I just had a really funny memory thinking about... uh, working alone on a shift up north and uh, getting a, I think it was a domestic kind of call and I hear a guy who's working traffic in the area don't know who it is, mentions he's going to show up, help me out and some dude in an old those, those old canvas canvas cotton uh, uniform jacket shows up at the call no idea who he is or what rank or whatever he was, but we deal with a call. You know what, man? I used to love that jacket. Just thought I'd share that with you. And I don't know who has it. Somebody has it out there. It's like, 
I don't. And uh, it was all good. But uh, it was just funny because there'd been uh, Gore-Tex patrol jackets issued for like eight years by that point. But Was he wearing a brown shirt? He still had the old padded canvas cotton whatever coat. Yeah, it's kind of funny to be showing up on a, a call with some dude and look like he just returned from World War II. But yeah, there, there's my my first memory of being aware of the reservist unit. Hey, take care, man. You know, it's funny that reservist unit, you know what? Like, I had a staff sergeant in Duncan that I really liked, and I can't even remember his name. But when I... He was my first staff sergeant. And he retires. And I'm running the watch one night. And he comes in. He just graduated from the reservist program because you got to go back and you got to take a little a little course. And he uh, he shows up. He's in uniform. He's going to do GD, guys. He hasn't done GD in years. So he takes the radio and he says to me, I'm just going to police Shemanus. And so he goes <laughs> to Shemanus. That's the last time I ever seen him. That's the last time I ever heard from him. He never, ever came back after that shift. He probably shit himself. He probably realized, oh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And it, how difficult would that be to, to, to be a staff sergeant and then show up as a constable? I would think that'd be weird and odd and hard. Like if I did the reservist program, I could go work in Duncan as a constable. But I'd want to be a watch. I'd want to be a corp. I'd want to be a watch commander. Anyways, I'm going to upload this. What time is it? It's like noon. It's going to take more calls. But I just thought I'd get down here. And you know what? Fallon is awesome. I'm glad you watched it. Guys, sorry about last night. Watch it. It's me and Fallon. I'm going to cut that. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. We did a podcast for two hours. I'm going to cut it up into clips. And I'm going to upload it. And you guys are going to see it. And you're going to be like, I already watched this. But I'm going to make them small. And if there's anything good that I upload, can you share it? Can you get it out there? Because YouTube is not going to recommend it. Go to ClintonJaws.com, TheGoldenBadge.com. Get one of these if you're a retired auxiliary or current member. And love you all. Bye-bye.